today's federal newscast, the taxpayer advocate calls it a day. General John Hyten is grilled about toxic leadership, and Microsoft signs on as a Census 2020 partner. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's federal newscast. I'm Terry Wayne. National taxpayer advocate Nina Olson is retiring from government as of today, ending her 19 years of running the Taxpayer Advocate Service at the IRS. The IRS implemented hundreds of recommendations she made for administrative change, and Congress introduced bills to implement dozens of her recommendations, 15 of which were enacted into law. Olson said she plans to start a nonprofit to continue advocating for taxpayer rights and to fight against IRS bureaucracy. The IRS has not named a successor. Whistleblowers have a new online resource to help them understand their rights and report waste, fraud, and abuse. The Council of the Inspectors General on Integrity and Efficiency launched the new website for whistleblowers as part of Oversight.com. Council Chairman and Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz says the new website is meant to encourage whistleblowers to continue to come forward. Senators on both sides of the aisle are questioning Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff nominee, General John Hyten's ability to lead. During his confirmation hearing, Senators inquired as to why he continued to enable toxic leadership under his command. Hyten is also embroiled in sexual assault allegations. Some Senators also felt that Hyten was not fully committed to addressing sexual assault in the military since he didn't have a solid plan for how he would handle it if confirmed as Vice Chairman. The Defense Department's Office of Research and Engineering has launched two new websites on how it's fostering military technological dominance. rt.cto.mil shows off the latest research and technology programs and spotlights offices like the Defense Technical Information Center. The second website, ac.cto.mil, highlights the work of the Directorate of Defense Research and Engineering for Advanced Capabilities. The office bridges the divide between technology and actually fielding a capability for warfighters. The Defense Department's Office of the Inspector General has staffed up its data analytics team and is looking to artificial intelligence tools to stay ahead of fraudulent spending. DOD Principal Deputy IG Glenn Fine said data analytics tools have also helped the OIG flag phone numbers from callers that have submitted multiple claims to the whistleblower hotline. The IG hotline gets more than 10,000 hotline complaints every year. The Census Bureau has announced that Microsoft has signed on as an official 2020 Census partner. Through Microsoft's Defending Democracy program, Census will access a global program focused on protecting systems from hacking, disinformation, and misinformation. Microsoft is providing training sessions with cybersecurity experts, conducting an audit of security practices, and providing threat intelligence and notifications. A lawyer and writer who argues for selling off the nation's public lands is now in charge of a nearly quarter billion acres in federally held rangeland and other wilderness. Interior Secretary David Bernhardt on Monday signed an order making Wyoming native William Perry Pendley acting head of the Bureau of Land Management. Another small step has been taken by the Trump administration in its ongoing efforts to reorganize and merge the Office of Personal Management with the General Services Administration. The administration is moving support functions for two OPM-led councils to GSA. GSA will soon manage the Chief Human Capital Officers Council and OPM's role on the Performance Accountability Council. GSA already manages several government-wide chief executive councils. 
GSA's next great billion-dollar contract gets good news from GOA. The protests of the second-generation IT services contract failed to sway the Government Accountability Office. GAO determined that Coast to Coast Computers' arguments that the multiple award contract that could be worth $5.5 billion violated the Small Business Jobs Act and should have been set aside for small businesses doesn't hold up. GAO says GSA was not required to conduct a contract bundling analysis under the Jobs Act. Lawyers also say GSA's decision not to set aside the contract was valid. I'm Jason Miller. Two lawmakers want to further codify the federal cyber program known as Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation, or CDM, and open it to state and local governments. Senators Maggie Hassan and John Cornyn introduced the Advancing Cybersecurity Continuing Diagnostics and Mitigation Act yesterday. Among the things the bill would do are direct the DHS secretary to develop a strategy to ensure the program continues to adjust to the cyber threat landscape. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast. Or you can subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle there is at Federal Newscast. I'm Terry Wing.